Hey, what's up, everybody? We interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you something I swear I'd never do. Apologize, because I made a mistake last episode. That's right, Chloe. I screwed up. So last episode, I moronically referred to our good friend CC Voltage as CC Lightning for some reason. And I just want to correct that because I feel bad about it. So sorry, CC. Please forgive us. And on with the show. happening everybody welcome back to denim radio i think we've done it i think we said goodbye to our teens this is episode 020 also known as episode 20 How Hava, Hava Nagila, Hava Nagila. <laughs> say goodbye to the terrible teens rolling into the roaring 20s here we go well yeah it's uh it's it's good to you know get a few more notches on our on our bedpost here. We're uh, conquering the world slowly but surely, and I think it's it's going over well. We're seeing a uh, seeing more people tuning in, more people sharing. So, thank you to everyone who tunes in every Friday, or whenever you actually listen. There are new episodes out every Friday so far. So, and we're, 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 we're and we're set up pretty good to have new episodes rolling in right up until uh, till the new year. So. I think we just got to get one extra one, then we can just always have one every Friday. Because we're obviously, we do our interviews on Monday. We're probably not going to be doing our interviews, any interviews on Christmas Day or uh, New Year's Day. So, Josh is strict but fair, like the Russian police, you know. He said we're probably not going to do an interview on Christmas Day, but we might have to, and it's not an (laughs) option. So that's kind of where we're sitting at. Ty has been offline for <laughs> mysteriously for hours. He won't answer me. I don't I don't get it. Some days I doubt your commitment to sparkle motion. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a quote. Johnny yes. Darko for the win. Yes. <laughs> well, yes, we did another episode today. Actually, well, let's let's just talk about how I'm feeling today. I'm a little under the weather. The 26 sounds flu. As you know, we alluded to last episode or the episode before. We uh we got the call to open for for Lagwagon and in typical cursed tour fashion, it wasn't without its uh its hiccups. So uh yeah, so if you didn't know, their uh Lagwagon is currently doing a tour. I guess it'll be over by the time this goes live, but the tour was with a band called Cigar from California, as well as them, and then they would have local openers, and we were the lucky band to get to open open the show in Red Deer. And, um, early in the morning, um, this show just happened yesterday. I kind of was browsing, uh, what, uh, Instagram and Chris rest, the guitar player 
posts this thing and it's like got the snow socks on you know it's gonna like welcome to canada like making jokes about it or whatever and he like look and it's pretty dicey mountain roads i wasn't quite sure where they were at at that point so i'm already like nervous like are you kidding me like they're gonna fucking get caught in a snowstorm and then i was looking i was like okay it's it says it's a six hour drive from which turns out they were in revelstoke from revelstoke to red deer and then just whatever i forgot about it during the days working and then another buddy's like oh that's an 11 hour drive like it's gonna be a photo finish for them i'm like no it isn't like i just looked this morning it's like like i've even made that drive and you know when it's not snowy and it's like four and a half five hours you know and then he looks and he's like oh yeah it's because the fucking highway's closed like the highway from golden to fernie or is it is that did i get it backwards i think uh, maybe it was revelstoke to golden or something maybe oh sorry yeah revelstoke to golden yeah that's what it was and uh so i'm like you kidding me like and then reiki like our drummer was hanging out at the venue he's like had lunch there i think with his parents or something and the uh what we, what do you call that guy it's not the tour manager but whatever the show manager from f7 manager. <laughs> he was there and like sweating he's like worth like they were supposed to do their sound check at like 1 p.m and they weren't there and then <clears throat> so whatever we load in at four which is when we were supposed to and that's when like cigar was supposed to do their sound check and like didn't see cigar but I, for some reason i just assumed they were with leg wagon so eventually see their van or their bus pull up with their trailer leg wagon made it and then uh we're just kind of sitting there you know we can see like all their texts are like setting up all their shit and then the guy comes over and he's like hey i think we had you guys like scheduled to do half an hour and then mm-hmm. my brain the first thing's like oh fuck because we're running late they're gonna fucking axe our fucking set and we'll get to play for 15 <laughs> minutes or whatever no, they're like, it doesn't look like Cigar's going to make it. How much material do you guys have? Can you play for an hour? We're just like, uh, like yeah, we can do that. So like, there's like the, the devil and the angel on our shoulders, right? Because we're like, we're bummed that Cigar wasn't going to fucking make it. Obviously, they're yes. a great band. We want to see them. They're actually supposed to stay at my house. Then the other part's like, that means we're direct support for leg like, And then we get to play longer. So more people will be there. And so they had, they put us on at the same time. They just gave us a bit longer set. and. uh unfortunately cigar didn't make it but yeah so as if you don't know the history of this tour they've canceled twice this is the third times the charm is what they were calling it so like yeah just and the thing is it only would have been red deer that was affected like they wouldn't have been able to make red deer and it's like they're not going to come back and you know play red deer again <laughs> it like, sucks, but, but there was a road closure there's nothing they could do about it right so you know they obviously would have loved to be there but i just want to bring up that uh when we were talking on a previous episode about this tour that uh the first two times that leg wagon you were supposed to play with uh they were close but no cigar and this one, you actually did it with no cigar. And so you know how many th- times I got that joke texted to me? I was like, guys, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Poor dudes wanted to be here. <laughs> yeah. So it was like bittersweet, right? Because especially our, my rhythm section of the band, like Ozone and Riley, like they were like, like borderline, like all they straight up said, like we're more excited to see cigar and not any slight against Lagwing. Obviously, we love Lagwing, but it was, they had never seen cigar before and they like, the musicianship of that band, especially the drumming and bass is so fucking insane that it was like, yeah, 
They wanted to see that, and they thought it would have been a feather in their cap to play with that. We didn't and get Cigar was on like a 16 year hiatus or something, too, right before this new album. And they yeah, started touring again, yeah, something like 20 years between albums. Like, like I said, I was never a deep dive huge fan, like, not because I didn't like them, I just, I just a band that I didn't get into super deeply. But those two have always loved them, so they were stoked to see that they get the recognition they deserve by being on Fat Wreck and getting these bigger tours and stuff, but uh. Yeah, unfortunately they didn't make it, but I did. You know, we got some got to annoy the Lagwagon guys a bit. I know it was actually funny they were doing their sound check, and like you know, there wasn't very many people in there, right? Obviously, because the doors were closed and they were doing it. And then they like kind of like we just started yelling out songs, and we, me and Reiki, always joke that "Bye for Now" is their best song. Just cause we love that song, nice. and then they're just like, "Oh fuck, we don't know how to play that," and they kind of started doing it, and <laughs> then uh, singing it a bit, and then fucking like Chris Russell and guitar player, like pinches his nose and starts singing the words. Like, <laughs> it was like hilarious. They didn't play that song, but they played, uh, give it back and heartbreaking music, which I don't think they actually played. I don't think those songs were on their set. So that's amazing that they gave the time of day to a couple Canadian kids just <laughs> shouting out during sound check. Yeah. And I don't know. You've got to open for, for bands that you respect and you're like it's so nervous to talk to them because you're like i'm not even worthy of like acting like you know i'm their they're equal because obviously you're not but i don't know i'm always nervous and then it's like you know the last aside from that super friendly did like we played with good riddance once and like you know russ is extremely introverted so like we kind of like tried to small talk with him a bit and he, you know he wasn't into it because he just doesn't like talking to his friends probably <laughs> like <laughs> so you know, i'm always worried about that like oh i'm gonna bother these guys but by the end of the night, like little Joe fucking gave him a shirt and he's like rocking it. And like, will you wear that tomorrow? He's like, he's like, yeah, I'll wear it. I'm not scared. <laughs> like, That's he's like, oh, you guys awesome. huge in Edmonton? I was like, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're beloved there. Like, yeah, we're like the best <laughs> punk band in Edmonton. <laughs> obviously, so obviously don't think that. Folks at home. <laughs> but like, you know, it's not only little Joe from Legwagon, it's little Joe from RKO, right? Right. So that's a piece of punk history, and that's the magic of punk rock and being in a punk band. Everybody listening to the show should start a punk band if they don't have one already. But you know, it's you—you you get to play with people, and you get to meet people that have been part of the culture, and there's just lots of barriers, right? So that's crazy. Like, what a cool show that must have been, buddy. I'm happy for you. You had a good time. Oh, big time! And like, and when I think about my band personally, it's like bands that you know the vibe we're trying to emulate, and obviously having the skill is another story. But like Legwagon's like near the top, like they're they're in my top five favorite bands for sure. Like I've often called them my favorite band, but it, you know ebbs and flows because you can't Fair. just listen to this. I can't just listen to Trash, even though it's like the best record. I can't fucking just listen to that on repeat anymore. Like I gotta get out there and find new shit. But yeah, so it was. Yeah, I mean, I'm a fucking kid from the prairies, you know, trying to be a fucking California surfer guy, you know, like that. I feel like that's where I should have been from, but no, no, it's punk rock is universal. It doesn't matter where you're from, you know, we all identify with this sound and that's what ties us together. It's amazing. Yeah, for sure. And then, yeah, so, and then we had a good chat with, uh, with Dave Ron at the end. He was, (laughs) so he's wearing this like Tom Petty and the Heartbreaker shirt and, I mean, you know how sweaty we get as guitar players, drummers times that by a million. So it's all sweaty. So he put it down somewhere and then he can't because I thought he was gone because Joey went right back to the the bus after the show. He was he was schmoozing earlier, so I wasn't such a coward. I could have probably got some conversation in with him, but 
kind of left. You should have. You're pretty much the Canadian Joey Cape looking at you now. Come on. <laughs> and I've got a beer belly like him now. <laughs> but he, he's, he's, I think he's 20 years older than me. But anyways, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Dave, Dave comes in. He's looking for this fucking sweaty Tom Petty, Tom Petty in the Heartbreaker shirt. So like Ozone, Ozone and I were pretty into into the sauce at that point. We're hitting up all their he's but, asking but, you guys but, where where his shirt is well he wasn't asking he was just looking for us so we're like, oh, yeah. let's help dave ron find his tom petty shirt <laughs> so we're like got our little cell phone fucking lights on and we're just fucking looking everywhere for it and then uh, i think eventually he's like oh i must have brought it in and then he's kind of there and so reiki is being tim and he's like oh he's busy and i'm like i just kind of stopped him and was like hey dave like this dude idolized you his whole life like could you get a picture and he was oh yeah of course and got a picture and then i was like fuck i want a picture too so and then somebody was i think it was the the manager like whatever you call him stage director i don't i don't know what that title is but anyways he was like yeah i'll fucking i'll i'll take a picture so i got in there and of course there's six pictures and i look freaking an idiot in five of them but one of them i got a normal smile so i'm like yes perfect yeah then we just sat and shot the shot the shit about him because i was like how the fuck I just saw a thing that me first is playing at the punk rock museum. How the fuck are they doing that when you and Joey are here? And uh, I don't know. I'm not going to air any dirty laundry, but as if maybe you've noticed that me first is touring now and it's none of like what. Yeah. They seem to have a rotating cast of characters. And and I think it always has been a little bit, but it used to always be Dave on drums and Joey on guitar. And you know, that Mike was busy doing his, musical or whatever so it was jay bentley which is a pretty good replacement the fucking bad religion bass player right so anyways we don't get into that it's not my my story to tell but it was it's just cool that you know and then it was funny because we're friends of mine were gonna go meet at our jam space and drink some beers after it and they're like kind of texting me like hey where's this place and i'm like i can't fucking talk to you right now i'm like <laughs> talking to dave ron like so right. i just kind of text him, like sorry just talking to dave i'll be right there <laughs> we weren't far so we eventually showed up and, they and that's up. that's why that's why kids need to start punk bands because that's the only kind of music where you can just like grind your way out as a local band for years and years and then meet your heroes and your idols and have beers with them and like you know have good experiences and stuff like that doesn't happen in any other like music genre i feel yeah i mean i don't know a lot about other ones i mean i'm sure like the the pop rock stuff is like I feel like it's probably more cutthroat. Not to say there's not competition and you know feuds and stuff in punk rock. Obviously there is, but and there's jealousy, whatever. But for the most part, because you know, aside from you know, like the big names like that, like Flagwag and stuff, like a lot of them are still hopping in a van and and they're still the they're still playing at Bo's Bar that yeah. you guys play at. We're all still playing the same venues. It doesn't matter how old you get or how famous you get. That's the thing, right? Yeah, I mean, there's, we were talking about all the notches. We didn't get into that of like, you know, you got your offsprings, green days at the top, and then you got your, yeah, we didn't need to get into that today, but that's a, that's a topic. All right, day. all right. We were supposed to have a quick conversation here. That's I'm true. just, I'm too chatty. Chatty Kathy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so anyways, I had a good time, but the whole point of that is that I was tired and hungover today. I did go to work, got, got some work done, sold some beer, but uh it was a struggle and I was dreading this interview until we got Mr. Tangraves on and what an absolute delight. It was a great time. I really enjoyed the conversation. He's a peach. Peachy, peachy keen. Yeah. So if case he didn't read on the, on the internet, when I posted this, <laughs> he's the singer 
kind of main songwriter, you kind of said, of the band Tightwire. Based in Minneapolis, he uh, did this interview from South Dakota, also known as Sodak. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was a great chat. Um, just released that album earlier this year called Head Full of Snakes, and it was on Red Scare Industries. And you've uh, admitted to me that, you know, that wasn't a label that was always on your on your radar. So you're probably discovering lots of cool bands that more of that Midwest pop punk, but also, I mean, no trigger just put out their latest shit on that album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Scotty bass, uh, my good friend, he's always been into that label and those bands and uh, I'm excited now to kind of find out a little bit more about them. And yeah, it was a great interview. Would, would you say it was, it was like slim or girthy? <laughs> you know what? Since I've switched over to Zoom, like when I used to have use Skype, I could see the the countdown, right? So it would be like I could see when we were, like what we were at for time. This time I I started a my own timer on my phone to keep that under control because it's pretty easy when you when somebody's a you know really good guest, you just all of a sudden it's like forty minutes. Like oh shit! Like so you don't want to make people because we want to do our games and kind of get some familiarity to the show. I don't want to make you know, it's it's a lot to ask for people to listen for like three hours, right? So we try to keep it under two hours. Sometimes we don't make it, but you know, you get a lot of get a lot of good stuff. So girthy then? Borderline, yeah. I'd say we're like we're like a soft boner. <laughs> it's a great interview. Great interview. Great guest, Tane. I'd, I'd have him back anytime. Yeah, for sure. And as he's going to talk, his band is lying low at the moment, working on some riffs. And then hopefully you'll either hear new music from them soon or they'll be visiting a town near you. We'll talk about that in the interview. But yeah, we should uh, play a couple songs, I'm thinking. Um, what would you like to hear? Oh, I would like to hear... What about what about uh, something by Tightwire? Give me something. The One of the tracks off the new Tightwire album. Well, that's what I was going to pick. But. I know. I forgot what I was supposed to pick, Josh. Honestly, it's maybe, been a maybe long was, night. Maybe it was what, that hot bong rip. You were what, talking distiller. What did I say? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I want to hear distiller's Coral Fang, please. Rejected. We're uh, only death cassette if we're going <laughs> to. What if I Venmo you $2? <laughs> we can play that. Um, And yes, I agree. Because Tane is a, is a, doesn't, uh, What's the word? Toot his own horn. So did not choose any Tightwire songs, but I think we'd be remiss to not play them. So this is my top song off the album. One foot in the grave. So yeah, he, uh, I really like that line. They got one foot in the grave and the other on a banana peel. <laughs> like, I think we can all relate to that, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a super catchy song. And like, this is your introduction to, to Tightwire. I think it's i hope it's a good one because uh it's my favorite song so yeah let's play these tunes and we'll hop right into the into the interview man so here we go we got distillers and tightwire it's got to take from the
Hey, yo, what's up? It's Brad Manners from School Damage. Uh, you and I are both listening to Denim Radio, and it is tight like my denim jeans are. upside down man on radio. what's going on everybody welcome back to denim radio we are pleased to welcome our new friend from all the way down in south dakota well first we got ty over in kamloops and we got josh here in red deer and we got Tane graves from tightwire here with us today how's it going it's going well thanks for having me you guys yeah we're happy to man how's yeah. uh how's life down in uh sodak do people call it sodak they do. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's okay. Uh, it, I, I, I want to clarify because in that, in that sting I did for you guys, I said, we're, we're tight wire from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We're tech. We still say we're a Minneapolis band, even though I live in South Dakota and Noel lives in Iowa, the other two. So the majority of us still live in Minnesota. Um, you're based out of Minnesota. Yeah. But, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not, in south dakota uh because it's a, a glamorous place to be i really don't like this place that much but uh literally just saw a police siren go off in the background like through your window or something a police <laughs> light <laughs> yeah they uh fucking cops suck here um but uh yeah no i just have family family matters to attend to so i am in south dakota for the foreseeable future um Otherwise, nah, that sucks. That sounds like, uh, since it's Christmas time, that kind of sounds like a Hallmark movie plot, you know? Tane <laughs> goes back to South Dakota, meet the love of his life. He's a busybody in Minneapolis. And it Going turns back. out to be two podcast hosts from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is it, man. This is a yeah. love line. <laughs> Anyways, we, we interrupted you. Sodak sucks is what I hear. Yeah, I mean it's uh you know uh, there's a lot of a lot of states that I really don't like in the United States and South Dakota is probably maybe number eight on on my top ten list. Like ten being the worst or ten or one being the worst. Mm, I I, well, I would just say out of the top ten, I you know what I hate most states in this in this uh, in this part of the world. Um, 
probably Florida or Ohio being number one. They kind of they kind of match. I could go through all the states and, and <laughs> yeah, let's I, let's make really a list right now of the worst states starting at ten. That, those yeah. sound like the is is uh, South Dakota like a stand your ground state or what? Oh, totally. Yeah, it's uh, it. Um, is there a rattlesnake on the state flag? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Um, but there might as well be. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's a very uh. People don't like, they don't like the way I look in this town. Nobody, people don't like me. I'm, I'm a weirdo. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I don't know. It's not all bad. I mean, the, the Black Hills are cool. Um, but yeah, there's just, there's just not much to offer here. You drive through it and it's, you know, it takes you a good eight hours to drive, uh, you know, coast to coast of the state. And uh, there's really nothing to look at. Um it's just farmland. Well, it sounds like Alberta. <laughs> it probably is very close to that. Flat, but it's flat. It's very flat. So it's more Saskatchewan. That's where I'm from. <laughs> very. Exactly. The old joke of the, your dog runs away and you can see him for days. I heard that one a lot when I moved to Alberta. And watch <laughs> him run for days. So flat. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I, you know, I, uh, is as much demand as we get for going to Canada. Um, we've never been. Well, maybe uh, one day. I hope so, man. We're uh, we're trying. We're we got asked to do Pusa in was that Toronto? That's Montreal. 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 Yeah. Um. So we that that might be our first uh, Canadian appearance in 2024. Shit. Do, do we yeah, got that's... a scoop here? Is this a scoop? Scoop troop. <laughs> or have, you, scoops. have you told anybody yeah, 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 yeah. else? I, I uh, let's let's call it a half scoop because <laughs> we got asked, we got asked to do it. Um, but you know, due to my uh uh bad behaviors with uh alcohol, um, I got to figure out how I'm gonna get into your country or oh. how I'm gonna get to Canada. Yeah, sometimes they're a little bit cruel about the booze. I know a few guys that have had trouble getting in, but you know what? Eventually, you can get a pardon or a waiver or whatever you need. I'll, uh, I think, I think yeah, it is I'm, possible. Yeah, I'm looking into it. Um, yeah, because I know uh, I was telling you offline. My band played with Lagwagon last night, and I know the big bitch, as they call him, <laughs> Christopher Flippin. I know he he might have had a intoxicated driving charge or something. I know he's having trouble getting into. A, other nations for a while but he was there so eventually oh, yeah time yeah time heals all wounds oh god especially yeah. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> i just want i i want i want to get past it as fast as possible yeah we'd love to love to have you up here so hopefully you can figure well, it out yeah i would love to come play who's fest big maybe who's <laughs> fest yeah we're gonna we're gonna say big maybe nice who's <laughs> a well, fest well, I'm sure that's not a one-time only offer. So if you can't figure and, it out uh, by next year, you can if, do it. If again. we don't, if we don't show up to Pusa Fest, all the hate mail can be directed toward me because <laughs> that is, I'm probably the reason why we didn't show up. <laughs> we only have about seventy listeners, but they are really into writing letters. So okay, perfect, <laughs> perfect. Usually, the hate mail is directed at Ty, though. So this is a nice change. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i I, ta I take the hate mail really well you know it, you can't hurt my feelings there's nothing 
There's nothing you're going to say to me that I haven't said six inches away from the mirror. <laughs> Do you have any uh, funny chirps you've seen online of like just about your music? Like, I know there's usually, I mean, I know as uh, me being a guy in a band, we sometimes we love the the bad reviews more than the, the good ones just because we just laugh so hard because try not to take ourselves too seriously. Sometimes it's nice to get a little bit of humility, you know? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I mean, uh, especially when when our first record came out, I mean, obviously, you know, we're big fans of the copyrights. Uh, they've been homies forever. I'm trying to think. Uh, it was it, it was one of the guys from Dillinger Four, Eric Funk, who who said it first. But he was like, uh, "Oh, yeah, he, he called us the poor man's copyrights." <laughs> um, and then, you know, I've I've read a bunch of comments of like, "Oh, this is a really cool copyright song." Um, <laughs> But you, uh, you know, I've I heard your newest record. I was listening to it. It's really good stuff. I mean, congrats on that. And uh, afterwards, the copyrights came up. And I'll say this now and out myself as a punk dummy or whatever. But I had never heard the copyrights before. What? And they came up after you guys on Spotify, and I thought they were pretty cool, man. So, oh, rad. Yeah. Well, we're you know what we we love them. We love them uh, to death. So that's that's awesome. Did you hear what uh, Ben Weasel called the dopamines? No, what did the, he co say? the copyrights with farts. <laughs> he also didn't like the copyrights. <laughs> he, was, he was not a very nice guy. <laughs> Doesn't have nice things. To... Good guy, good guy. <laughs> Stand up, dude. Everyone he knows. Yeah, he's been he's been known for being a you know the biggest supporter. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, dopamine is another band that I love very much too. Mm -hmm. Even you looked aside, or yeah, brushed aside your Ohio hate to. <laughs> to I love will brush. I, <laughs> yep, and you know, there's um, it, it's it's not so much the people I love in each state that you know, they're the ones that br keep bringing me there. Um, it's it's the time spent driving through the states, mm. uh, when when I make my harshest judgments. <laughs> so. <laughs> As Canadians, we always hear that term like Midwest punk. I'm sure have you guys been called that like Midwest pop punk, like part of that. Yeah, we we have been lumped into to that whole thing. I think just being from Minneapolis, you kind of just naturally kind of get lumped in with the, uh, you know. So can you explain to us dumb Canucks what like what states like what is that actually mean? Like what states are you guys talking about when you say the Midwest? Um, we don't know. Okay, so you know what? There's a lot of confusion because a lot of people will say that um, South Dakota, North Dakota, um, uh, Nebraska, where I am, like uh, north to south, they would they would lump that into the Midwest. But um, I disagree. It's it's we're so where I'm at is the Great Plains. So it kind of cuts off. So Midwest is really like Minnesota, Illinois all the way kind of, you know, uh, to Ohio. So kind of in that, that range, Minnesota to Ohio and everything like North and, you know, like North, like Michigan, um, Indiana, um, yeah, Illinois, stuff like that. That is considered the Midwest. Okay. That's kind of what I thought, but I didn't know Yeah, it was actually drawn yeah. out which <laughs> yeah it, it's it's a little more the midwest is a little more east 
than exactly down the middle. Um, but again, a lot of people will, I'm sure that there's going to be a few people that are like the fucking idiot. <laughs> South Dakota is definitely Midwestern, but well, it's... my uh, like how I know American geography is how the uh, NHL is <laughs> like divided up. So it's like, well, oh, these guys are in the east, so they must be east. And then sometimes I actually look at a map, like that's not really that east. It's just more east than the west teams, you know. Like so, <laughs> yeah. it kind of lies to you because some teams are like, what the fuck's this team doing in the? In the East I, I always just figured that if I talked to somebody and they were like, oh, bless your heart. And, and you know, said like, oh, they kind of sound like a Canadian, but like you a betcha. little bit different, you know, <laughs> like I figured that was Midwest. I don't know. I, I love Fargo. Like same thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Fargo's in North Dakota. So, yeah, but it's still, yeah, the, the sentiment is there, but that's that's very much a Fargo and Minnesota, Minnesota yeah. um, thing is, uh, you know. My husband Phil and my son Brandon they they don't like mayonnaise because it's too <laughs> spicy. Um, you know, is that a relative of yours you're channeling there? <laughs> no, no, no. That was no, pretty on the nose. <laughs> I, I fucking I. You know, it's 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 really funny. Um, it it's really funny to meet people in northern like Minnesota. Um, like i couldn't get over it the last show we played in minneapolis actually um there was like this just total smoke show punk rock chick that showed up and she i don't know if she was with one of the bands or whatever but she was there super early when we were like loading in and she's like face tattoos and (laughs) just fucking just like this this person that you're like I you know like that you would just be you're like god damn it you are the hardest looking person in the world and I went up and I was just like hey my name's Tane are you in one of the bands tonight and she was like oh no I'm just here with my boyfriend and she had like the most fucking northern Minnesotan mom fucking and I was like I was like oh my god you just completely killed your whole vibe that's gotta be tough that's gotta be tough when you're going for that look and you got the tatties you know nice little jean vest and the piercings and everything looking hard in the corner and then that comes out oh my god just totally like blacked out tattooed throat you know like super gauged ears and stuff playing with a butterfly knife or something like (laughs) yeah yeah dude like fucking the the coolest biker boots in the world and then she's like oh hi no i'm just here with my boyfriend and I'm like, oh my God, bless your heart. I fucking love that. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah. Uh I can't remember how I got on that. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you think that we have accents? Do we sound Canadian when we talk? Um, I, I hear like a twinge of it, but not not so much. Not like the East Coasters, you know. Hey there, bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know what's weird is is if I were talking to you um and not seeing your face. I would think that you sound like Cody Templeman. Or I, I would think I'd be talking to Cody from Teenage Bottle Rocket. You sound exactly like, and I was trying to place it when we were first talking um, a little bit ago. And I'm like, it, it clicked in my head right before we hit record. I was like, dude, he sounds exactly like, if I was talking to you on the phone, I would believe I was talking to Cody from Teenage Bottle Rocket or the Lillington. So I should start uh, calling venues and pretending to be Cody. <laughs> Dude, people would absolutely go, think. Well, I never Cody. said I was Teenage Bottle Rocket. 
that's very that's very sweet tane and that's a uh, that's a nice anecdote but i will speak for the rest of the listeners and saying listening to josh and ozone on this podcast when they started it was like listening to two fucking hockey players like they are so canadian sounding like oh bud right on you know <laughs> i certainly never said that <laughs> and ozone didn't talk at all okay fair <laughs> You know what's funny is I I actually did interview Cody once on a different show. So if you'd been listening to that, you're like, is Cody just talking to himself? (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's exactly what I was going to say. I just sounded like he was fucking talking to himself. Just Cody's inner monologue, (laughs) arguing with himself. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, Uh, uh, you're in a band. We should probably get to that. Oh, yeah. Light Wire. Sort of why I'm here, I guess. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, I'm playing a... I mean, I guess you could call us a Midwest pop punk band because we are from the Midwest. But like when I when I think like Midwest pop punk bands, I think of like Dillinger 4 and the Dopamines and Banner Pilot um, off with their heads, stuff like that. You know, just like pop punk, but it's it's got more of like a hardcore edge to it Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, like a tougher edge to it. Uh, We're. I would say we definitely fall more in like the Ramones core, uh, three chord poppy kind of stuff. So if you're into stuff like, T- like we do really well when we go out with like TBR or mm-hmm. the Lillingtons or the queers, stuff like that. We do super well. That's kind of our wheelhouse. Simple music, but with super catchy harmonies and <laughs> vocal melodies and stuff. Right. Yeah. Do you guys, uh, downstroke? only like the buzzsaw style or do you no no <laughs> does your drummer do that I, oh scoop troop get your scoops Here yeah 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 uh dude we we try and uh you know band some bands have given us hell kind of on it um but we just kind of there 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 has been several times and i i play bass and sing in the band so it may, maybe it's a little easier for me to downstroke but um but no I, I there's there's been several times where I'm like, oh god, it would be cool to do that, um, because it just actually does sound good, um, but uh, but you gotta you gotta be bang on with it. It's uh, yeah, someone starts it, lag and then it's just gonna sound stupid, right? <laughs> yeah, we do it, do it. Yeah, we do it a lot in uh in our recordings, but you know i'm gonna do go inside baseball and people are gonna think i'm a poser which you know i am um but uh you know when we do the like palm muting parts it'll be like okay press record and i'll go okay stop yeah now play me into that and then i'll play like the second half let the uh, lactic acid drain back out of your arm yeah. a little bit. If yeah. anybody's if anybody's paying that close attention and A and then B like making a comment about it to you, I don't know. They could probably fuck off. Yeah, know? yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> like I said, man, you're not gonna hurt my fucking feelings. I'm I I it's more important for me to have fun than look cool. <laughs> If I was if I was concerned about looking cool, I'd probably try to lose like sixty pounds. You saying that story about having to punch in with that? Did you ever read that that book that uh, Jughead from Screeching Weasel wrote, where he, it's all in second person? It's a really weird book. No, but because uh, everything's like everything's like uh, like they use like what's the word? Alleg- not allegories. What's the word? Aliases or whatever. 
pseudonyms <laughs> for all the bands. So like the Lillingtons are like the boys from Wyoming or wherever they're from. Yeah. And they, but they he kind of talks about and he's obviously talking about the Riverdales, about how Ben was making them all downstroke for it. Yeah. And he was saying they had to like punch in because they nobody could do it for that long. <laughs> yeah. Like three minute long song. Like I don't know how TBR does that for 200 shows a year or whatever they do. That's crazy. I mean, that that band does do it mm-hmm. um, every night for hours. You can kind of find like they find ways to cheat, like they'll like, you know, they'll skip like every like fourth note or something, you know. <laughs> Um, but it's like, at that point, it's like necessary. Like, I don't know how bands like, like, you know, like fucking Meshuggah. Have you ever listened to, you know, Meshuggah? Like they have that seven minute long song. that's like, and like those dudes actually play it completely all the way through. And I'm like, you, I'll never be that good at anything in my life ever. Isn't it so weird how like music and like, um exceptional playing in music has so many different areas where like for one person it might be like joe satriani like doing crazy fucking shit and the other person's version of it might be just like slamming down on power chords for 45 minutes which is equally impressive it's just so crazy how subjective that music is right yeah exactly yeah i mean like and arguably that's one of the things that like made me a musician is like watching punk bands and being like oh shit you don't actually have to be like insanely talented to like go out and play some cool shows um you know it's uh for me it's more like the authenticity of the performance and and the energy behind it um and a catchy song is a catchy song Exactly. You know, like it's uh, a guitar, guitar playing. Like I, I've, I guess I've just, maybe I I don't have like a competitive bone in my body enough or, or what, but like, I never, I never got a guitar and was like, I need to be fucking great at this. I was just like, I just want to be able to make these don't like the circus in my head translate <laughs> into this instrument that it's in my hands. I think that's where good songwriters come from, man. There's so many virtuosos, but would you put their song on and listen to it over 20 years, like constantly? Like, no, you're going to put on the thing that connected to you, whether it's got uh, world-class musicianship on it or not, right? Yeah, exactly. Speaking of world-class musicianship, uh, let's pick a song, have a little break. <laughs> oh fuck yeah. Chatting right. for 20 I, minutes. I, I got a timer now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um uh did you want me to pick a song? It's all you, man. Okay. And you said it doesn't have to be doesn't have to be a tight wire song, right? Be whatever you want to hear. Okay. Um well, I at least picked one song. I uh recently got a TikTok and I realized that the Riverboat Gamblers now have a TikTok and I haven't listened to the Riverboat Gamblers in a minute. So, let's listen to um, Don't Bury Me, I'm Still Not Dead Yet by Riverboat Gamblers off of the great record to the confusion of our enemies. Here we go, Riverboat Gamblers.
that was a cool song. <laughs> the greatest song ever, ever heard. I think Any song ever written. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That song kind of reminds. Uh, there, there's a weird part in the song that uh, really reminds me of um, "All the Small Things" by Blink One Eighty Two, which is a weird comparison. But if you listen to it, I hope they did. I hope they didn't skip. If you did, shame on you, folks at home. You gotta listen <laughs> to the music. <laughs> it's the best part of this. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you you kind of name dropped, not not in a douchey way, but. You, you, you named some bands, I guess. You weren't name dropping, but uh, because you kind of told Mr. Legwagon over here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, name drop. Okay, sorry. Go, 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 go. That was me. That was me shaming a guy for getting a zero eight or DUI. Come on, completely different. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I would never do that. Um, but you kind of mentioned when we were chatting offline that uh, you kind of got your start by uh, by uh, Dillinger Four, kind of took you under their wing you want to talk a little bit more on that yeah yeah so um you know that was uh it's still like a surreal thing for me because that those dudes are one of my favorite bands they were when i was in high school um i mean really the reason why i'm i i moved to minneapolis um from south dakota when i graduated high school was because um I knew that's where they were. Um, and uh, at the time, Eric from Dillinger 4 owned this awesome uh, punk rock club called uh, The Triple Rock. Um, and uh, and yeah, so I moved up there. I went to college. Um, and after college, I ended up getting a job at The Triple Rock cleaning the bathrooms. Um, yeah. And I like, grad. dude, I, I was like, <laughs> I, 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 I was so proud. I, I like, respect, dude, respect. I texted everybody. I was like, dude, I work at the Triple Rock. Oh, cool. What do you do? Oh, I clean all the puke off the fucking toilets after rock shows. Um, <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah. So, I mean, slowly I kind of worked my way up, um, working there. Um, you know, a cook would quit in the kitchen, I'd start cooking. Um, and then a sound engineer um, quit, and I was like, "Hey, I I sort of know what's going on with this," um, and um, and then just kind of uh, going in early before, like during the day when when I knew Eric was there, um, and just like kind of begging and pleading with him, like, "Hey, if you ever need a merch guy, I would love to go on a tour with you guys, or or whatever," and. So that's kind of like where, where everything started to happen um, musically. Um, I mean, I made all of any connection I had, um, just being a sound engineer, meeting all of the bands I love touring through, playing that room. And yeah, for a lot of years, I worked for Dillinger 4. I still occasionally will go out with them um, when they, when they actually do play out. But yeah, they... Uh, I think every single success um, or I guess if you want to call it any sort of success um, that I've had or like any opportunity I've had in, in like this world of like punk and in the music industry, I I could find like four steps back to uh, root it back to one of the guys in Dillinger four or the triple rock. So were you, were, were you playing in Tightwire when you started working at the triple rock? I wasn't. No, I was actually um 
I was playing in like what, like kind of just around in band, any bands I could get in, get my hands into. Um, and uh, I was, uh, I was putting on shows at this house I lived at in South Minneapolis. Um, and that's really all I was doing. It wasn't until, so the Triple Rock closed November, 2017. I don't think we started playing as um, Tightwire until well we weren't tightwire until 2018 um but before that um our band name was drones and we started that around like 2016 hold on can you guys hear that nope you guys don't hear it no so i it, um <laughs> my 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 mom is uh is right above me and she's she's a hardcore Christian, so she's she's doing like online church right now. Nice. But she she sings along, and it kind of it, like it sounds like somebody's like aggressively crying. Um, I just thought maybe I thought maybe we could pick that up. Sorry, she's just doing like kind of free form. Like maybe she doesn't know the words. She's just kind of like ah. Or is she speaking well, in you tongues. Know, it's, it's the thing is you can't make out the words. I'm sure she's singing the words right, but she's. Maybe not the greatest singer. Okay. Uh, God bless her. God bless her. But there's there's been a few times where I've where like you know she's been doing church above me, and I go up and I'm like, "Are you okay? What's going on?" And she's like, "Nothing. I'm I'm in church." Like, oh, oh, you're singing. <laughs> um. Anyways, um, sorry. I thought maybe we could pick that up. Um, <laughs> what was I talking about? Trevor Rock. Uh, you were. I'm talking about the old, the old band oh, name. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Which, by so, the way, yeah. uh, if you guys want to go back to Drones, Drones is uh, no longer. If it's that British band, because they were actually on the same Ooh. label as my band. So, I guess oh, you can maybe fuck. go back to Drones. Go I get it back. Go to the other Take Drones. Motherfuckers. God <laughs> damn it. Dude, holy shit. So, yeah, that was, that was like the stipulation is like, so, <clears throat> again, props to Dillinger 4. Um, you know, like 2018, like shortly after the Triple Rock closed, we were still called Drones. We recorded an EP and literally one night we like we once we got done mixing the EP, it was like going to be our third EP. Um, me and the our old singer, Paul, um, were sitting in in the the living room of the house that we rented in, in Minneapolis. And we were like, man, these songs just aren't that good, are they? And like, you know, we were just like sitting bumming and probably drink, having some drinks. Um, and uh, I was like, you know what, who would be the one person I know who would be honest is Eric from Dillinger Four. So let me just like send him the songs. Um, and uh, the next morning, I think I, I don't know, probably afternoon. I probably woke up at like noon or, or one. Uh, I had two text messages. I had one from Eric Funk saying, hey, I really do like these songs a lot. Um, I sent them over to Toby from Red Scare. And then I had a text message from Toby saying, hey, can you give me a call as soon as possible? Um, and that's how that all happened. And then, nice. uh, yeah, the one of the first things we talked about was uh, Toby saying, hey, there's a band in the UK called Drones already. Um, you got to change your name. And, um, 
And we put it off all the way until like the artwork had to be submitted for our first record. Um, and man, we, it felt like we had thousands of band names and they were all taken, but we had such a tough time. And then, and then once we did put out the record, all of our friends in Minneapolis were like, dude, Tightwire, what the fuck does that even mean? Fucking stupid. And, <laughs> and I was like, I know, but we couldn't fucking figure out a goddamn band name that wasn't already taken. Um, anyways, well, no, no hate to them. They had it before us, whatever. Okay, what do you want to bet if I search Tightwire right now that I couldn't find another two bands called Tightwire? You know uh, what I mean? Don't do them like that, man. Don't do them you, like that. Dude, you, you <laughs> could, but I guarantee you the extensive research I did, we claimed it first. So okay, that's okay. But you know yeah, what? No, they they've probably come since you. That's true. I'm just there's like our band, I have a band, and there's fucking seven bands from all over the world with the same name. And even to the point where sometimes they'll publish music and it'll show up on our Spotify page. And isn't that fun? You yeah. Know? It's kind of just seems unavoidable, man. Parallel thinking. I mean, a million yeah. punk monkeys on a million punk typewriters were all eventually <laughs> bound to. Yeah. I mean, fucking at one point. So uh, I think it's Chris from Lawrence Arms has a solo project called Sundowner. At one point when Sundowner was like, when he was actually touring and stuff, there were two Minneapolis bands. One were called The Sundowners, and there was another one called Sundowner. And they were both <laughs> like punk bands. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, if you look at it, it, if I were to look it up and find other bands called Tightwire, that's fucking, if you want to sh share the same name as us, we don't care. I don't care at all. You're the best tightwear. That's all that matters, right? <laughs> as long as you can be the best of that band. Yeah, I think good. Josh is the best trash ambulance. <laughs> I didn't tell him that name <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> no, trash ambulance, is, tra trash ambulance. You know what is is a better band name than <laughs> than Tightwire. Um, but it, it comes down to a conversation I had with someone, and they were like. Um, because I was bum I I was bumming like you know we didn't hate drones it was just kind of already like th there as a band name so we didn't I didn't really think about it um and until we had to change it and I I was I was seriously bummed because I was like like it is I would say that it's my least favorite part of being in a band is is trying to name a band and I was just bumming because I was like God I know I know this band name doesn't really make much sense it kind of sucks but it's the only thing that isn't being used publicly um that we can you know use um and uh i can't remember who said it to me but they were like dude it really doesn't matter what your band's called is if your band's cool you can be called a lot of different things he's like look at look at kiss not a great example but you know if if you name your band kiss that's a fucking stupid name that's a really dumb but it, you know, if you if if a lot of people like your shit, they don't care about what your band name is. Yeah, nobody cares what the name is. There, there's two kinds of music, right? Good music and bad music to certain people's ears. That's an individual choice, but the name doesn't matter. If your music's good, that's what's going to shine through. Yeah, and I think Tightwire is a fine name. Okay, so it, it, it's it's a it's a fine name, and that's really all that's really all I could ask for is it's a fine name, and the most important part is at least at the time it was not being used by anyone else. 
So um, Ty, with your logic, you're saying that Finger Eleven shouldn't have changed their name from the Rainbow Butt Monkeys. They should have. They should have rolled with it. <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! Was that actually their name? I'm, I'm fairly certain. <laughs> Finger. I didn't. I didn't realize until I was 32 years old that Finger Eleven meant penis. In the same way that I didn't realize until a year ago that Pearl Jam meant jizz. Yeah. Well, here's another one: is uh, uh, Blink 182's "Dude Ranch." I didn't realize that they meant "Dude Ranch" like jizz. Like, oh, oh, dude, shit! Dude, I didn't know ranch. that either. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. dude, yeah. Ranch. dude Ranch. Uh, they wouldn't make a joke like that, would they? That seems no. Like <laughs> it probably wow. came out right around when Pearl Jam was big too. I wonder if it was a stab at them. Oh, maybe I don't know. A parody. Pearl what, Jam, was, dude what, was, what was the what was the butt monkeys one that you were calling or that you were talking about well the, there's the a band. canadian band they're like they're actually they just played red deer where i live like last week or something yeah they their name now is finger 11 but i guess when they started they were called the rainbow butt monkeys the rainbow and, butt monkeys and that sounds came. like a that sounds like a minneapolis ska band <laughs> rainbow butt monkeys finger yeah, finger yeah. 11 is uh one of those bands that like in canada we have a law called CanCon. So Canadian it's content. a law, yeah, Canadian content that it mandates every Canadian radio station must play a certain percentage. I believe maybe Josh knows. It's it used like to be thirty percent. Thirty percent Canadian band. So Finger Eleven is one of those bands. They're kind of like a butt rock band, like Nickelback, that they've made made it huge in Canada, but not really gone into the states or overseas, from what I know. And so it's just this oddly Canadian. But butt if you're rock yeah, thing. if you're if you're listening to Canadian fm radio you're gonna hear finger 11 probably so we're kind of we're indoctrinated with it right so yeah we've got a built-in audience they've got a captive audience in our country yeah yeah well you know what but butt rock is a a very uh strange genre to me but man the people who love it are fucking they 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 are all about it Mm -hmm. um we recently, I can't even remember the band. Um, oh, Fuel. This band, Fuel, uh, stayed in, in the same. In my hands, in my hands. Yeah. <laughs> Give me your uh, hug. Give me your hug. Yeah. Um, they were staying in the same hotel as us and TBR, like, I don't know, earlier this year when we were out on to- out on the road. It was just like a short, like, week run that we had. But um, we get downstairs and, like, we got our guitars in our hands and stuff. And all these people are like, oh, my God, can I get your autograph? And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And they were like, what, so what member of you, what member of Fuel are you? And I was like, and, and at first I started to not, like, I was like, oh, no, I, I play in a punk band. And then uh, our guitar player comes down and just starts signing people's <laughs> shit. And he was like, dude, they thought I was in fucking Fuel. <laughs> that is amazing. They're getting it authenticated, and it's just like, what name is that? That guy is not in fuel. You got to be fuel in a hotel lobby. Oh my god, it's amazing. (laughs) Um, but yeah. Anyways, well, I mean, that's that's rad. That uh, yeah, that uh, so you it's called CanCon. Yeah, Canadian content laws. So you have to have. It's like a way to. I think it's the same with like the local or canadian broadcasters on tv and stuff too they gotta have to for every whatever bit of content they put out it has to be a certain amount canadian 
basically mm-hmm. to stop us from being just taken over by American media. Unlike, uh, or not unlike how we were talking with one of our previous guests about how there's two languages in this country, French and English, and there's laws that, um, you know, you have to have French writing on all the packaging of everything we have and all the signage and everything. They're trying to stop it from being eradicated, I guess. So. I mean, that's, I, I, so that's, that is Eastern Canada's where a lot, there's a lot more French Canadian, right? Just, just Quebec, like basically, you know, there's pockets of French Canadians around, but New Brunswick I mean, it's, as well. New Brunswick, yeah. We have yeah. a New Brunswick too. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um, I know, I know very little. And I watched the Bouncing Souls documentary and they kept talking, or whatever you want to call it. And you, they just kept talking about New Brunswick. I'm like, guy's canadian i thought they're from jersey (laughs) (laughs) stupid stupid canadian yeah i mean i i is is canada like so so they they really try to force people they're they're trying to force the english language then like over like like well they might feel like that in quebec yeah possibly the last you know and because most of the country speaks english um, but there's, there's weird things like I, I shouldn't be speaking on this. I don't know anything about it, but just, I went to a French immersion school, right? Even though I came from an English household, I went to a school where the, the French was the primary language until, you know, grade seven. So mm-hmm. I don't know. There's, there's, there's both here. Yeah. yeah. I wish there was like more of an immersion, uh, between, you know, cause we, you know, we have a lot of people, um, immigrate in from, from Mexico, we have a lot of Spanish-speaking people here, um, and one perk is in in not all states. I guarantee you, definitely not in South Dakota, but in like some states like Minnesota and stuff, you actually can get um, a pay raise at most establishments if you are bilingual it, um, and, and can speak English and Spanish. Nice. Um, so there's like perks like that. Um, at least there used to be. I don't know. I haven't. I, I I've attempted at learning Spanish a million times, and um, I know. I, 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 Say us I know. a little something. Say us a is, little. Is the owl fucking barking at you right now? Like, hey, get back on the app. If you use Duolingo. <laughs> I oh yeah, yeah. no, no. I, that's times. exactly what I use is Duolingo. I <laughs> know. No, I'm not even gonna attempt. Me, I, me gusta Dane skadoodles. No wait, me gusta <laughs> Tane skadoodles. <laughs> Skadoodles. Where's this coming from? <laughs> I don't know. I just went with it. You're giving him a nickname. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> but if, if you insist. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's amazing. So I don't know what we were actually talking about. <laughs> Please steer this podcast right, Josh. Oh, no, I'm the... so sorry. The inmates are running no. the asylum. I'm so sorry, Tane. No, that this is my favorite thing about podcasting is <laughs> is that we can it, it's a free form conversation. Um, because uh, man, there's been there's been interviews I do. Um and I just don't I don't I, there's just no format to a, a traditional interview that just seems fun anymore anymore, really. Like um I don't I want I started to do this thing where like, you know, we'll get like written interviews at just, and it's always the same questions. Like who are your influences, whatever stuff like that, where like, uh, I, I started to do this thing where I would just answer the questions I wish they would have asked me. (laughs) By the way, (laughs) 
in case you wanted to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would just be like, uh, so uh, where'd you get the band name Tightwire? Where did that come from? Well, it's really funny you ask. I would say that Minor Threat maybe is the most influential hardcore band of all time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want, I just want to be everybody to know we didn't ask you that question. No, no, I know, I know you didn't. I'm not, I'm not. I'm saying, I'm saying that the thing I appreciate about podcasting is that we'll get off topic and completely not talk about. We'll talk about whatever. It's you know, it's 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 fun to just bullshit. Um, I think it's, I think it makes for better listening. I remember uh, when I was had that other show. I I think it was the guy from Pears. I was talking to him, and I I made the faux pas of. Where does what's pairs mean? He's like, dude, there's like seven thousand interviews. Just go read that. It's like, oh yeah, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe I should edit this out so I don't look like a meathead. But <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I tend not to ask that question just because I know it's. Oh, yeah, I know uh, I've been well, asked it a million times, right? It's just right, exactly. Well, I think it's just one of those questions where, you know, I, I mean, if I were to be put on the spot and asked to interview a band, fuck, I, you know, like. I would probably ask like, you know, simple questions like that. And, um, you know, nine times out of 10, the answer to that, that specific question, it probably just isn't interesting. Like in mm-hmm. our, in our, uh, situation, Tightwire came because we couldn't think of anything else. Um, <clears throat> you know, um, but you got the cool thing that's saying the record label guys made you change it so that's an interesting story <laughs> maybe not the name itself but the fact that you got bullied into changing it. <laughs> well yeah they didn't even so much bu- like toby didn't so much bully us into it he, he 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 put it in this perspective he was like um he's like okay um well here's the scenario you keep the name drones you're either gonna your record is either gonna not do well and then you can just keep flying under the radar as drones um because your band, nobody likes it. Um, and you're not going to affect drones. Or you're going to do really well, and then drones from the UK is going to come after you, and then you're going to have to change it after you've already put out a record on a label. Mm-hmm. And and so, like, that was... It wasn't so much bullying, it was just... Yeah. Uh, Josh, you know how little I care, like, how attached I am to our band name, Mexico? Like, if you had told me to change it, or we couldn't sign to your label... It wouldn't even, I wouldn't even have texted the other guys. I'd just be like, what do you got? What do you got for me? Let's do this, man. I don't fuck. I didn't know that was an option. (laughs) Well, it was, but I don't, I don't mind the name. It's just, it's not very Googleable. (laughs) Who's mine? Or or let's go. Oh, no, no. Tightwire, you guys come right up, I think. Oh, let's go come right the fuck up. Let's go punk research. <laughs> anyway, and we're well, not here to talk about me. I'm yeah, sorry. Let's, let's yeah. no, you, that's you right right his own band in here. <laughs> Calling me Whoopsie. Mr. Lightweight. Yeah, right. Well, let's, uh, <laughs> we got a little break in the combo. Let's pick another, uh, another song. You have one in mind? <laughs> Ooh, uh, yes. Um, I want to play a song by The Broke Downs. A Ooh. amazing band from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, let's play Life is a Breeze. Awesome. Here we go. Yeah. Broke downs.
Yeah, it's you don't hear about those guys a lot because I mean, I am also a fan of Red Scare, so I've been. I always thought it was funny how uh, Fat Mike just always poached all of his bands, or Toby's bands, but um, the Brokedowns was one because I don't think they do a lot of shows and tours or anything, right? They must just be like buddies with Toby, or yeah, um, I mean, you know, and and Toby is, you know, Red Scare is that unique label where. Uh, I mean, they're kind of perfect to be on if your band, you know, they they obviously want you to tour and promote your records. I mean, obviously, they want you to try to at least recoup the cost that it takes to mm -hmm. make the fucking thing. But, um, you know, uh, they also will just sign a band because they love them um, as people and as a band. And and I think um, the Brokedowns are a you know, perfect exception to that because when they do play like in Chicago, they will, they will pull out everybody, you know, they, they play good shows in Chicago, but they're, they're just resigned to being old dude, older dudes that are like, yeah, we're not going to fucking tour. Like, uh, it's, it, it would be, it, it would be like getting them in, in Japan just to, you know, like, like, uh, how do I want to say this? It, th seeing them in St. Louis would be like as weird as seeing them in Japan. Like, they, <laughs> like you know, whether it's five hours or, uh, you know, a 15 hour flight, they uh, just they just don't care about doing it. And, and maybe I'm speaking for them a little bit too much, but fantastic fucking band. Um, and I mean, uh, the proofs in the pudding, they you're not going to find them in a town near you anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a lot like Dillinger 4, you know, man, like as long as I've known those dudes, which has been over a decade, they've been talking about putting out music. They've even, you know, I'm 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 probably speaking a little out of school, too. They've even done recording sessions. I've heard some of the stuff. And uh, will it come out this year, next year? I guess we'll see. How, how amazing was that Civil War album, though? Holy moly. A fucking great man. Fucking that that's uh that was another thing is I, I remember uh the first week I moved to Minneapolis was in two thousand eight, um and I think one of my first outings out outside of my apartment was like going to a record store to pick that record up. Um, I didn't. I didn't. It was one of those bands because we're talking about band names and similar bands. You know, there's that whatever technical speed metal band or whatever they are that dillinger escape plan I, yeah. just yesterday like my buddies are all talking about dillinger and i'm like in my brain because dillinger 4 is way more important to me <laughs> yeah but they weren't talking about dillinger 4 they were talking about the other band but yeah yeah i didn't know them that well and then that that album was like like you know you're waiting for that skipper and it didn't come it's like every song is just like yeah. amazing so 
You should have known when they started shotgunning cans of Monster Energy that they were talking about the metal. <laughs> it was Reiki. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. In, in defense, I will say there are a couple of Dillinger Escape Plan jams that I... I'm, I I'm not hating on them at all. I don't know them at all. But I never even heard them. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on Team D4. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Same. And I, and I got to see them at Fest one year, and they played the Feels Like Summer in October song, and fucking crowd went nuts I think yeah it's, well, it's called gainesville isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> spoiler alert but yeah it was it was amazing funny enough going back to talking about band names and i'm speaking for a band that i'm not in again but they won't give a fuck they actually called themselves dillinger four because they were originally a three-piece and they thought it would be funny to be the dillinger four <laughs> uh and only have three members in it nice <laughs> yep. That's that's a that's everybody's a going. Sure. Where's the other guy? <laughs> so there's a there's a little uh, inside baseball my, uh, uh, tidbit for my band the- is a is a trio and we play like this music festival. Which I always seem to talk about on the stamp show, but anyways, not important. But the funny thing is, when we got there, they thought we were a four piece, so they gave us like an extra pass or whatever. And our buddy that drove up with my uh, drummer was just like, "Do you want to be in the band for the day?" So like. He just like pretended to be in the band, went backstage. He doesn't drink it, so he wasn't drinking the beer or anything, but just seeing yeah. him back there grabbing some snacks and just like hanging out. Nice. <laughs> and he always just seems to find his way. Like we'll be like take a picture after a show and he'll just be in there. It's like he's starting to ask me about being in the band lately. It's like yeah, this is just a meme. <laughs> he's like, I'm already there. You know? I, I already got the, I already got the credentials. I was backstage, but <laughs> But yeah, and that's I mean, that's what what that's a fun thing to do. We, back when we were a three piece band, we used to have our friends like stand in on promo photos, uh, <laughs> as like a four piece because we always like we were always like, well, we we want to be a four piece. We just can't afford to pay somebody else, and who would want to join this band for you know no money? Um, so we used to just make our friends uh, pretend to be the fourth member. And then we'd show up and they'd be like, where's the other guy? And be like, oh no, that is me. That reminds me of that Simpsons episode where Homer's the hoochie. Did you see the one? <laughs> and he's like, I don't he brings a, a sheet of ideas to like make the show better because everybody hates it. And he's like, whenever it's like people should always be asking, where's Poochie when he's off screen? That's, that's, that's your mythical second guitar player. <laughs> yeah, Poochie. <laughs> Good old Poochie. Yeah, we we used to, we used to do that with uh, with merch guys too. Like if somebody would come along and merch, it would always be somebody different. But we'd always be like, um, we'd always call them Cobra. It didn't matter who they were. <laughs> it was just our merch person was always, oh, you're Cobra. Nice. Uh, so like we we would be, I'd be advancing shows and stuff like that, and they'd be like, uh, you know, like asking us questions, and I'd always put Cobra, and like some promoters would get to know us. And, um, and like, you know, the, our merch guy would walk in and they'd be like, Oh, who the fuck are you? And he'd be like, I'm Cobra. And, <laughs> and, and all like, all of our merch guys were like, do you, do I really have to be called this? And we're like, yes. Yep. <laughs> that, that reminds me of one gimmick. Okay. One more, one more gimmick. Oh, I used to watch this band called limited edition and they turned into a band called glory nights, but their guitarist was named Phil and every show they played, uh, the singer would make a big deal before the show. This is Phil's first show. 
and like give would give a hand to Phil. This is his first show, and he would kill it, right? Because it was not Phil's first show. But they just said that every time, and people would just be clapping and losing it for Phil. Man, like good gimmick on the road yeah. that time. All right, let me then let me say one more thing because uh, that reminded me of something. So one one thing we used to do, we don't do it anymore, but we used to rotate our birthdays every night on tour. So, so we'd all we'd be like, get up for Parker, a drummer. It's his fucking birthday tonight. Buy him a shot. So then, like, every night, whoever wanted to get drunk that night, we, we'd just be like, all right, well, it's your birthday tonight. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Can we use that? Yeah, do it. <laughs> it works. That's awesome. It's like, who are you hurting? People probably want to buy you a drink anyway. It adds to its audience involvement. That's what makes a great show, right? When the audience feels like they're a part of a show, why not? It's show business, right? You probably know this guy uh, from Red City Radio, you know, Garrett. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, they were on your label at one point, right? Was that before your time? But he's up in Alberta now where I live. So I see him at shows all the time. And sometimes he'll he'll open, not as Red City Radio, be like a band he put together or I can, I'm yeah. just trying to remember every show he says rest in peace and he name he name drops someone <laughs> and he's like I'm gonna lose all my material when this guy actually dies I can't fuck I can't remember who it is now I just texted my buddy to see if he could tell me <laughs> so so hilarious gig though and everybody's like what oh, did that person really die fuck. yeah so they're what confused and sad as the band starts <laughs> like, what's what's the <laughs> angle <laughs> I don't see the gag but well, you know whatever. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather pretend it's my birthday because you know that's, that's a higher <laughs> you know, note. But. You don't want to mourn somebody. <laughs> so Garrett, I don't even really know him. We talked to him drunkenly a few times. Yeah, call him I, right now. Call him right now. Yeah. I know you guys are. <laughs> I don't have his number. I don't have his number. I, I have had I have had some fun nights with him, but uh, no, we're not we're not that close. Great band. Uh, yeah, fuck yeah, I love that band. But uh, we should pop into some of these games and then let you. You get on with your night right. here. So this is uh, everybody's favorite uh, part of the night. It's a rapid fire question session. So it's going to take about a minute of your time. So it's, it's a doozy. And... I did the theme song and it's badass. So listen back to this episode. I, I absolutely <laughs> yeah. What's it? What's it called, Ty? Introduce it. The pressure All right, the name of the game is The Pressure Cooker, and I will be asking you questions in rapid fire, and you got to just not think about it too much and shoot out the quickest answer that comes to your brain. I got it. Don't worry, I'll edit out all the dead air later. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool, cool, thanks. Are you ready, Tate? I am. All right. Pretzels or popcorn? Pretzels. What city is bigger, St. Louis or Baltimore? Baltimore. Teenage Bottle Rocket or Lillington's? Teenage Ball Rocket. What is the best Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Terminator 2. What is the longest flight you've ever taken? Uh, JFK to LAX. Uh, however long that is. Six hours, maybe? Futurama or South Park? South Park. What is the worst Offspring song? Oof. All of them? <laughs> I like that band. How many times did you get suspended in high school? Uh, none. 
Um, who's your favorite Ramon? Uh, Joey. And what's a country that you're just dying to visit? Japan. And there we go. Another episode of The Pressure Cooker. Fuck yeah. That was that was that was way easier <laughs> than I was expecting. I yeah. thought you were gonna ask me like favorite bands and stuff. Oh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you outed yourself as an offspring hater, so now now the world knows. <laughs> That's okay. I'll cut that. Cut that. And cut. Uh, I'll, I'll own it. I'll own Cody, it. Cody, Cody, uh, or Moose, or whatever he calls himself, is gonna have words with you for picking TBR over Lillingtons. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> and you are right. Baltimore is significantly bigger than St. Louis. For us as Canadians, we hear all the about all these cities in the states, and we just assume they're all huge. But then you actually see that, you know, Baltimore's five, you know, like not even six hundred thousand people supposedly. Yeah, but I guess you're not spread out like we are in Canada, so there's like a gazillion people in that little region, but the city itself is only that. So it's, it's different. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, you know, it's like Minneapolis. It's it's not that big. Um, but it's spread out into, you know, if you take all the suburbs and stuff, it's significantly bigger. Do, uh, is there like a significant rivalry between what's it? St. Paul and Minneapolis. Yeah. Uh, It's funny. I was just talking to my ex about this, like maybe two nights ago, but there is like a weird, there's no rivalry. Um, um, in any sense other than like there's there's some like you know, there's a lot of hipsters in Minneapolis that are like oh I ne- what you live in St. Paul fucking northeast Minneapolis for life dude <laughs> you know like northeast and south Minneapolis have a lot of love and a lot of hipsters who are like I I I was born and I will die in South Minneapolis. Yeah. I'll never fucking moved to uh, St. Paul, but it's like, I don't know. Okay. P- pay a thousand more dollars in rent then. Cool. Because <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want to drive 20 extra minutes across the bridge. Okay. And they'll also be the same people messaging you being like, I'm looking for three boss babes who want to make good money from home. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I I think that's kind of an American thing in general, at least as an outsider looking in, is that there's a lot of like regional pride. I find it's everywhere I'm nationalism. Pro- it's not. Yeah. It seems to be really amplified in the states. Like maybe it's just because I'm not proud of where I'm from. Like no, it's from it, rural it's, Saskatchewan. It's like not like oh yeah, <laughs> wheat wheat fields, canola. I've I've never subscribed to that because I think probably because I appreciate being anywhere when I'm not in South Dakota. Um, (laughs) But like, uh, yeah, I mean, that's like the same thing for like people that live in like, um, you call them like city hicks, uh, like people who grew up in, in, um, or like, uh, Brooklyn, uh, New York. And then they go, they go to like Des Moines, Iowa and they're like, this place isn't exactly like Brooklyn, New York. I fucking hate anything. So like, you know, they're just as bad as like a country, like a fucking hick who goes to the city and is like, I fucking hate the city, this fucking traffic, all these fucking people. Then you like, yeah. So we call them city hicks. Any, anybody who goes anywhere rural, rural who grew up in a city and they hate it because it's, because there's actual diners that aren't packed all the time and shit. Some people just want to fucking complain. Yeah. You know? I think we all... 
<laughs> wouldn't be happy no matter where you put them, honestly. <laughs> How do you really feel, Ty? <laughs> do, oh, do yeah, have, I'll get into it. Do we do we have time for your game, or is it going to be too too? Oh no, no, it should be a quick game. It's only thirteen rounds. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Okay, we can do this quick. Yeah, so I got a game for you guys. You can both play. You know, um, what kind of vibe are you looking for the background music when I hit it? <laughs> uh, oh, can we please can we please have Final Fantasy battle music? The dun, 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 dun. No, wait, that's Pokemon. <laughs> do the Final Fantasy. Do the Final Fantasy, please. You're gonna have to specify which which game. Uh, yeah. Okay. One of the. What well, we'll I'll specify later. So <laughs> this, you know, um, High End Denim is an international record label. You know, there's bands from all over the world, and in celebration of that, we're gonna play a game about town names all over the world so i'm going to present you guys with two town names one of them is real and one of them is made up by me and you're going to guess which one is real and which one is made up just for the sake of simplicity every round we'll start with tane first because he's our guest he'll guess first and then josh can guess second i'm on a winning streak by the way oh yeah and I'm going to try to actually keep track of the math and the, the rounds in a way that matters this time. Okay, so if you guys are ready, I've got your first question for you. Bring it. All right, so is Punky Doodle's Corner or Rastaman's Shelf a real town? Oh, it's, it's got to be Rastaman's Shelf. Josh? Yeah, Punky Doodle sounds a little phony baloney, so I'm going to go Rastaman. Okay, you're both wrong. Punky Doodle's Corner is a town in Ontario. Punky Doodle. We got to play a show there. (laughs) Right? Once you you figure out how to get up to Canada, that's got to be your first stop. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so is it Stinky Foot or Middle Fart? I hope I want it to be Middle Fart, so I'm going to say that. I gotta get some separation here, so I'll go stinky. Stinky foot. And the first point on the board is Tain Magic. Oh, I knew uh, it was. It's a German middle place, fart, isn't it? Denmark. 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 Oh, okay. You're not far off. Okay, so is it Dental Dam or Condom? I, condom seems more realistic. I think it's Condom. Okay, and you both score. It is Condom France. Probably like condoms. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're looking at Goose Pimple Junction or Grandpa's Abscess Township. <laughs> I I'm gonna go Goose Pimple, but I I I, I hope I lose. <laughs> well, for that sake, I'll go with Grandpa's. I don't think it's gonna be that. It's probably gonna be Goose Pimple, but I'll go with Grandpa just to. Try to get back in the game here. Oh, so close, but so far away. It is indeed Goose Pimple Junction. I knew it. I knew it. And Tane gets the point. It's in Virginia. So that's three to one for Tane. So, Josh, whatever you're doing, start doing the opposite. I thought so, it was two to nothing. No, you got one. I got one marked down. Oh, for right, you. right, like right. Like I said, I'm not a. I'm, I, what, what am I going to make the game and keep the score? Freak off. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> so. Is it Shitterton or Ginger Nuts? Shitterton. Yeah, uh, Ginger Nuts. Picking a hole here. 
So sorry, Josh. It is indeed Shitterton, England. <laughs> That's the best town name. Because <laughs> you can't even say Dude, it's I, like a different I, language. It's like they just that fuck. <laughs> These are all the towns that I only ever want Tightwire to ever play again. <laughs> this is actually your new tour itinerary. I've been working on it. I hope I didn't overstep my boundaries, but no, you are you're... booked in Shitterton and Goose Pimple Junction. Yeah, the, the, uh, the uh, logistically a fucking nightmare to to do that tour, but uh... I think I think yeah. the, I think the pays crap in Shitterton too. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get great exposure. You're gonna get great exposure. It's gonna be awesome. Okay, so is the real it's kind town... of a big dump. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, minus one point for Josh. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so is it Bukaki or Intercourse? Uh, I go, I'll go, I, I want it to be Bukaki. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, intercourse for sure. So it is Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Is that a Midwest state? Uh, no, that's e that's east. All right. Well, Intercourse, that's, Pennsylvania. That's Appalachia. Okay. So, um, next town, we've got four more here. So, get it together, Josh. Um, so, is it Truth or Consequences, or Double Jeopardy? Truth or Consequences. I already know the town, so. Oh, I gotta go with that. Then, if you already know. Oh shit! Fuck! I gave it away. <laughs> Tane would never take you to the wrong lane. That's five points for him, and three for Josh. Truth or consequences? New Mexico. What a name! I almost made up the other one. Spin the bottle for that, but somehow I didn't think I was gonna fool anybody. <laughs> I did double jeopardy. Okay, so is it Ding Dong or Twinkie? Ding Dong. I'll go Twinkie. Uh, ring, ring, ring. It is Ding Dong, Texas. <laughs> unless uh, unless there's some sort of uh, natural disaster. Or... Okay, let's go again. So is it Toad Suck or Bear Hump? I want it to be Bear Hump. Bear Hump. Toad Suck. It is Toad Suck, Arkansas. Woo! Four to six at this point. Okay, so now here's a battle for the ages. As men, we have pondered this dilemma, you know, since we were writing on cave walls, banging on rocks and singing. Is it pee-pee or caca? Pee-pee. Caca. Unfortunately for you, Josh, it is pee-pee Ohio. A total of seven points for our guest, Tane. And he wins. Thank you. I, I had first choice advantage, I would say. <laughs> How did you do that? Oh, yeah, I was yeah. wondering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fireworks literally went off like a laser show behind Tane on the Zoom chat. My screen is like this tiny, and I caught it, and I was like, wait, what the fuck is happening? Have you been saving that for like when you knew you were going to win the yeah, game? Yeah, that was good timing because you didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> that was outstanding. And uh, since the folks at home can't see, is that a whoopee cushion on the on your wall? Yeah. Okay. So uh, <laughs> we, I think we did talk about this. Uh, so I, I am a 
massive collector of action figures. But also, um, I do like the band Blink-182. That was one of the first bands I ever got into. Um, so I have a Blink-182 whoopee cushion. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> with my uh, Blink-182 shrine. And uh, and then, yeah, the rest of my room is all Transformers uh, and um, Friday the 13th uh, memorabilia. Holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah, I, this, I is, waste this is really captivating material yeah. for the folks at home. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, we, I, oh yeah, is this this isn't uh, we don't video, keep the video audio. Oh, weird. Well, it, it, it's a it's a I'm a I'm a sad 34 year old man. <laughs> I don't know if you can see my background, out. but I have a Futurama and I got a that's fucking, fucking great cap and, cap and crunch Frankenberry toys and. <laughs> I Love too it. like collecting nerdy shit, so don't don't mm -hmm. feel bad. Embrace mm -hmm. it. <laughs> Makes me happy. <laughs> me too, man. Where'd Ty go? He left. Seven. He's had enough, man. Mm, that's He's okay. <laughs> Rip the, the the last half of that cigarette quick. <laughs> oh, there he is. He's back. Okay, I'll just edit that part out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, thanks for playing these games and hanging out with us, Tane. Um, start wrapping yeah. this up. But uh, you got anything else? I mean. We never even named the frickin' told anybody the name of your album, Head Full of Snakes. Fantastic record if you haven't checked it out yet. Thank um, you so much. Is it safe to say you were one of the main songwriters of it, or was it a group effort? Um, it, it, it It's safe to say that I was the main songwriter on it. Um, I did most of the recording of guitars, vocals, uh, stuff like that, writing. Um uh, for people who liked us when we were a three-piece, um, a few of the songs, particularly the ones that Noel sings, um, were uh, either co-written or written uh, fully by our former uh, member, Paul Kettler, um, who is still sort of a behind-the-scenes member. Um, just, you, you won't see him on stage with us ever, but... Uh, but um, I still send him ideas and I'm like, hey, do you think this sounds like a Tightwire song? And he'll usually tell me no. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, yeah, we put that out on June 6th, 6 9. Nice. Uh, <laughs> and uh, fucking, I was really trying to push to put it out at 4 20 p.m. On, on June, June 9th. But uh, Toby wouldn't go for it. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, in the way of that, fucking please listen to that record. Uh, we we have incurred a lot of uh, debt because we have a really shitty old van that needs to get fixed a lot. Um, so if you like the music and you're listening to this podcast, please go buy something from us because we could use even $3 right now um, <clears throat> to put toward a uh, old Van Halen. Um, other than that, man, we're just, we're just writing music. We're laying low for the winter time um, since we all kind of live um, in different places, but uh, uh, Tightwire MPLS uh, on Instagram, Facebook, tightwirempls.com is where you, you'll find our website. You'll find everything. Um, I'm sure we'll have a lot to announce 
uh, come February or March. Awesome. You're hoping to be pretty active in 2024 then? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fingers crossed, man. Uh, first Canadian appearances and maybe even first European appearances um, are that is in the scope and what we're we're shooting for. I can't guarantee that 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 both or either will happen, but uh, that's what we're that's what we're really going for. You can use us as as a reference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have impeccable records. We'll we'll, we'll talk to the queen for you. We'll talk to her. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be tough because she's, you know, but we'll talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a new queen of Canada. Is there? I thought it was oh, just the king. No, man. no, there's like. This person that says she's the queen of Canada and she like, oh the Albertan anti-vaxxer one. Yeah. Uh no, she's from I don't know where she's actually from. Probably Alberta. <laughs> she's from like <laughs> yeah, the Philippines is. originally or something, though. Yeah, she, has, she like, says she's the queen. And they just like took over a village in Saskatchewan and like isn't she like Filipino or something? <laughs> yeah, so I just said. Listen. Oh, oh sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I, was, I was looking at my hair. We got to turn this video off. It's distracting. <laughs> but anyways, we didn't get into that. But Kane, if you want to go down a rabbit hole, look up the Queen of Canada. If you want a good I, I, terrifying I, I, chuckle. If you like conspiracy I, theory weird shit, they're like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, no, I, I will immediately <laughs> after this is over. Please yeah. do. Please do. But he wasn't referencing that queen. He's ref, ref, referencing the deceased. The dead one. queen, yeah. That's not mm-hmm. going to be on our money anymore. Apparently, it's going to be uh, whatever his name is, King Chucky. We're all yeah. wacky over here, but <laughs> yeah. you guys yeah. cut ties with with England, and we kind of just keeping them at arm's length, <laughs> <laughs> like our Australian and New Zealand and Irish. Oh, Irish, Irish definitely don't want anything to do with England. They're Commonwealth. They're Commonwealth, right? Are they? Okay, let's not get into yeah. this. <laughs> We're not talking about Irish independence on this thing because that is way out of my wheelhouse. <laughs> Even Canadian politics is way out of my wheels. I'm an idiot with, with a podcast at a punk band. So I'm deliberately sandbagging, trying to get kicked off this podcast at this point. So whatever, I'm fine. <laughs> okay, let's let's get back on track. Dane, you got anything else you'd like to say to the millions of fans that are indubitably listening in? I want to say that this has been nothing but a pleasure, and um, I really appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, I'm glad yeah. this uh, this worked out, and I look forward to listening to the podcast as a fan too. If you ever uh, have anything you want to hype, man, you just say the word, and we'll, we'll get you back on. Fuck yeah! This was a really fun combo, man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Seriously. Yeah, we we personally love the record, so I think if thank you since you, yeah. well, you get to choose one last song, but if you don't choose your own band, don't worry, we got we got you to start the show. So. Oh, okay. If you're gonna start the show with with one of our dumb songs, I'll let you guys pick one of those. Let's go out with a with a Canadian band. Um, let's do uh, "Balance" by Youth Decay. No way. We uh, I don't know if you know about that band. I'm like the members of it. Are there allegations? No, no, no. All okay, good. Um. <laughs> but Stu, the singer from that band, was in a band called Daggermouth for years, if you're familiar with them. Mm-hmm. And just a couple episodes ago, we had Kenny Lush, who was in Daggermouth with Stu. So it's, see, oh, it's just a yeah. very incestuous punk rock world. Yeah. 
And if you haven't heard his new band, uh, Rest Easy, I would recommend them highly. They're amazing. Oh, absolutely. Isn't Stu in Comeback Kid now, too? Uh, I think that's the other Stu. That's Stu Ross, right? Oh, okay. This All is right. Stu Mc- McKillop, who's got the Rain City recordings, like a record label in Vancouver. Anyways, yeah, it's a whole oh, thing. <laughs> that's, yeah, <that's>... dude. <laughs> but yeah, that's amazing that you chose that. I actually saw them. They came to Red Deer. And... Oh, really? Balance is a good one. There's another one. I can't remember what it's called now, but... Yeah, I, I can't like, remember. Yeah. Mama, I feel electric. You know that song? Yeah. <laughs> that's a fucking banger. But I, hopefully that's not balanced because I'm going to look like an idiot. But <laughs> oh, that's not balanced. That's not balanced. I know what song you're talking about. Yeah, that's on rules too. I, I remember I, I remember when that record came out because I, you know, I'm like a big Living With Lions guy and like oh. I, I follow like all those kind of like bands in that in that wheelhouse. Um, and so, yeah, when that record came out, I was definitely listening to it day one. Sweet man, yeah, I would I would recommend Rest Easy. They're a little more harder, like hardcore, like <laughs> really yeah. fucking good man. Smoking the bomb, water bomb, <laughs> really professional. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, anyways, we, that's it. what we. Hey, let me just rip a line real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I almost <laughs> muted it, but I'm respectful. I didn't mute it because I'm letting you guys into my life. <laughs> yeah. I didn't actually do cocaine for the record. <laughs> okay, no, that's true. He didn't. I've seen it. Sober as a judge. I am. And right. God. <laughs> well, yeah, man. Well, that's what we do. We like to hype. Hype music doesn't have to be the, the band that's playing. It can just be whatever. So, yeah, this is great. And it's cool to know that you get cool Canadian music down there as well. I mean, yeah. Lord knows we listen to a lot of Yankee music up here. So, it's cool. Right. And the, the Canadian music, Pancon be damned you guys are getting it (laughs) yeah we're we're listening to it we're finding it amazing man all right i guess uh for the folks at home make sure you're following them on social media doesn't look like you're super active on there maybe you need to go do a post (laughs) yeah (laughs) social media sucks but it's necessary i'm i'm yeah i'm I'm the only one who runs any of it so yeah uh share this podcast and and, and i will just ask in the glory (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> dozens of plays oh yeah it's awesome man well yeah thanks a lot for for popping in and as i said you ever want to come back you just hit us up and have you on in a heartbeat again oh Fuck yeah it. thank uh, you guys same, so much hell yeah right. you thanks, have a great same. night all right you're, you too take care you guys ready bye bye
my name is Tane. I play in a band called Tightwire from Minneapolis, Minnesota, United States. Um, you're listening to Denim Radio. <laughs> That's going to be a wrap. <laughs> Indiana Jones. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Well, yeah, that was a, a girthy, girthy interview. And I think it was pretty uh, educational and uh, enjoyable. At least I enjoyed it. Hopefully you did too, folks. I enjoyed it. It was great. I talk so much. My mouth is sore now. Okay. <laughs> you smile so hard. Mm-hmm. Got those, those smile creases, you know, you're just, you're smiling too hard. But yeah. Thanks Tane for, for popping in. Um, Like I said that, you know, I don't know. We're not, we're not old enough to have repeat guests yet, but we're definitely open to a lot of the guests we've had. They're just easy to talk to a lot of fun chatting with them. So there's lots of people i'd love to love to have back on and tane's definitely on that list tane magic i, I think the only person i wouldn't have is that band let's go guys mm. a fucking dick oh, okay fuck. you know what <laughs> you know what sooner than later i'm gonna have scotty bass on to help uh he's gonna help back me up when you're talking i'm, I'm gonna be punished by let's go oh, yeah. <laughs> well yeah anyways thanks for tuning in tane was a was a great chat but yeah um as far as high-end denim news obviously this is the denim radio podcast um so this is coming out on december 15th so ty what are you doing hanging out on this on the show you got a show to play tonight buddy what's going on 15th yeah i'm gonna play with good buddies the fomites as well as uh everybody else from kind of cool records you know you big idiot contra code uh and let's go that's a actually a super stacked lineup man wish i could be there we're playing at a pizza place and it's so small that like literally once the bands get in there the venue will be full so is, is that where uh the core had their one they kind of threw together last no the, the core and the fomites and die job threw one together at bold pizza mm. uptown Kamloops. but this is right downtown Kamloops, and it's of course a, a pizza parlor show with the fomites it's right on brand but yeah no another canadian label after you're done buying every record at highenddenimrecords.com you can check out kind of cool records you know vancouver label with some great bands so stoked to play with them and uh show them all the new oh, stuff when, we've uh, been working on yeah when you when you chat with them there you play with them make sure you uh, you extend the olive branch and say hi and denim would like to have you on uh on our show I will. I, I did. Uh, I never talked to him directly, but I talked to. Uh, we've talked about them. The other Vancouver label that, um, Dead End Driving is that Dead End? What the hell's that one called? Adult uh, Onset. Or... Early Onset. Records. Early Onset. Yeah. So I need to get him on, and I would love to chat with with uh, the kind of cool. It's, is it brothers that run it, or just the one brother? I can't remember. Yeah, I believe uh, you big idiot. Stephen Colin from You Big Idiot, and I think maybe Schaefer, the bassist from their band, might be involved as well because he produces and records all the records for that label in his studio. So I don't know if, what stake he has in the label, but yeah, it's it's like a You Big Idiot kind of thing. Yeah, Enemy in Vancouver is a host of the town, fucking punk rock scene, and. You're you're lucky to be closer to it, so you can kind of get that, you know, what do you call it? Like the the, the, drip. the, the glow, <laughs> the warm glow, the shrapnel from the explosion of punk rock gets out to oh, yeah. loose. But yeah, I'm definitely those bands you said you're playing with are all rad. So that's going to be a great show. So if you're listening, there's still time. 
<laughs> yes. There's still time to get into the show that Stay only in holds line. Like if you're in people. line to vote, if you're in line for the <laughs> Let's Go show, stay in line. There's still time. Right? <laughs> yeah, and and uh now that the the leg wagon shows in the rear view mirror for trash ambulance, we're going to sneak one last show in in uh Red Deer. So um and this is, you know, not just me bragging about my band that's not on the label, but I was able to include two of our uh, label mates, or your label mates, I should say. Um, so the Off Sailors, local local legends, they're going to hop on the bill with us, and then we're bringing down our buds from Banff, Regal Fowl. One of nice. the one of the most popular episodes from our from the early days of this podcast. So shout out to Fuckface. <laughs> yeah, Fuckface. <laughs> I got to get him on the show. <laughs> Fuck, I love Regal Fowl's episodes so much. Those guys were hilarious. Yeah, I'm looking forward to actually the. Regal Fell and the Off Sailors played that high end denim showcase thing at the Loophole Bar in the with Boo Radley there a couple weeks ago, and they were like had a little bromance. So I was, you know, warms my heart seeing the the bands on the label doing shit together. And then when I informed them that they would be playing together, they were all pretty stoked to to nice. see each other again. So yeah, I love to see it. So yeah, we're gonna be playing on December 29th. So there's this place called Danielle's. Um. It was a place I always drew, drove by, and it was like a calzone shop. I just thought it was like a, you know, like one of those places you just go in, grab your calzone, and you walk out. Like, I didn't think. And I actually, somebody gave me a, a tip, and they were like, hey, would you want to, because I sell beer, they're like, you want to come do a tasting at this place? We're having an event. Um, You should actually talk to them. They, they're they trying to do live music. So I went in and met the guy, and he's like, yeah, I'll carry your beer. And he's like, and then I kind of, he's like, yeah, I'm, I was told you're in a band. And so I was like, okay, I am. I'll send you the music. It's thinking like, you know, he's either like, I know our music is like, you know, Casey did a good job. It's well-produced. So like people listen to it, either they, they don't like it because they want something that fast or, you know, like it's, it doesn't come off as unprofessional. So I was like, no, great to record. didn't hear back for a few days. So I was like, okay, I guess he's like, I don't want this in my establishment. But then all of a sudden he emails back and he's like hey we uh he's like i'd like to place an order of beer and chat with you about doing a concert so i was like oh sweet oh. so so i ran in there nice. and kind of told him it's a small little place like i think you can do like 60 people like including the bands and staff so like but the good thing about it is it's all ages so you know so what are you going to do with the 30 extra tickets <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to sprawl out <laughs> keep that fucking six foot covid fucking just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> i don't know i don't know what the turnout's gonna be because you know when we were trying to find bands or reaching out to some people you know lots of people are still doing the the christmas holidays that time but i'm gonna be around i'm not gonna be working so it's a perfect time for me but yeah as it stands uh it's i don't know it's looking to to be a pretty decent one we'll see and that it'll be announced by the time this is out so it's i feel comfortable nice. talking about it but yeah so we figured we get one last one in and then i think trash is sitting at i think we cracked 30 shows on the air it's pretty good for a bunch of old dudes fucking well riley's not old but you know hobby band so 30 shows two countries not bad yeah and we were in the states as a band we didn't play any shows or any music but well three countries if you count that that you're just in there <laughs> I'm sure we sung. <laughs> Actually, we 
So one, this is super dumb, but I'm going to say it anyways. We, <laughs> you know how you lose your mind when you're with your band for that long. Mm-hmm. We got onto the plane and our, one of our seat numbers was 30B and I started going 30, 30B. <laughs> so like, <laughs> you just be walking down this in the airport and 30, 30B. <laughs> oh my God. Super dumb. <laughs> That's is that like the, that, that, Taliano? Oh, it's the scat man. Scat about it. Oh, scat man. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> okay. When they say you got to explain a joke, it's not very funny, but that's uh, just because I'm a, I'm an internet dummy. You you know, <laughs> internet dummy. That song was fucking everywhere. If you had ears in the '90s and 2000s, you've heard that song. <laughs> Don't blame <Man>. the internet. <laughs> you got me. You got me. Dead to rights. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, let's start wrapping this off. And I got I got to edit last week's episode yet so no no let's talk for another hour (laughs) i'd love it i do i do enjoy this but yeah hope everybody's been enjoying the uh latest shows i mean a couple bangers in a row and if wait till you see who we got on the on the dock at lots of cool guys and gals so we're uh very happy with how uh it's all coming along so i think we're gonna play one last song and uh end it i'm just also didn't uh think ahead so now i'm trying to think who we should have <laughs> is there any songs you're you're thinking or should i just go down my yeah do uh do better be women by the dwarves oh there better be women Why funny not? story when i uh originally started jamming with the fellows from the off sailors i think i can't remember what we were called i think we we're gonna call ourselves actually we we're gonna call ourselves high end denim and then i kept the name for the record label wow so I'm glad I I'm glad that band fell apart. This is a good record label name. That's funny. And uh, that was when we were, you know, how when you're first starting a new project, everyone kind of puts forward some covers just so you know it's not a complete disaster when you show up. And one of the ones I put forward was "Better Be Women" by uh, by the Dwarves. And then uh, <laughs> what was the other one? Glucifer. Did you ever listen to those guys? I never knew no, anything no. about them, but the guy that was going to be playing drums, he ended up bowing out of the project and he's in a he's a front man of a of a outlaw country band called county 23 which is nathan from uh, the uncultured or sorry the uncultured is their old man nathan from the off sailors that's he plays banjo in that band so he gets around but anyways yeah so glucifer i got a war it's actually a pretty cool song maybe i'll play that on another we covered that one while we tried to and then uh, <laughs> better be women well we butchered both of them pretty terribly but bottom line there's a lot, a lot of history to this song for me so okay and me to too let, me too let me get in there real quick let's go also cover better be women but my story is when i saw the dwarves in seattle at el corazon um i don't know a lot of stuff happened that night but what stood out is there was two fist fights when i saw the dwarves at el corazon in seattle and the one of them happened in the uh It was the lineup. They had this little bar just outside of the music area and they're doing tequila shots for $2, but they were over pouring everybody. So like, you know, those plastic ramekins, like they might put gravy or some juice sauce. They were filling those up like to the top for $2 for a tequila shot at the bar and everyone was in line. And there was a fight in the line, just like the guy that was standing in front of me was involved in it. And the guy in front of him turned around and hit him so hard 
that he exploded as a person like his jacket flew off his shoes flew off his phone his phone went one direction his sunglasses went another direction his wallet went fucking somewhere it was ridiculous he just literally exploded and uh yeah that was when i saw the dwarves in seattle so (laughs) (laughs) it's amazing i saw them new year's eve in uh calgary one year and he who cannot be named was not there you know like a dude plays naked with the Yes. Whatever Mexican wrestling match. Or, he or wasn't there mask. at my show either, thankfully. <laughs> Maybe he's just a myth. But at one point, all of a sudden, there was a naked dude running around on stage. <laughs> and I remember talking to Blake at the end, and I was like, probably fucking hammered and annoying him. But I was like, that's not he you can help you name. He's like, I thought it was. <laughs> just a random naked dude running around on stage. I think it was right when the, you know, like the crystal ball dropped in him happy new year snake and dude on stage <laughs> it was you wasn't it uh no i'm not i'm not never been a naked guy i don't really i'm a grower not a shower so all right it's not a good look for me <laughs> on that note <laughs> ty's giving me the axe like i'm talking about you think no no the wrap it up wrap it up wrap it up <laughs> that's what i'm doing the signal like Chappelle show Wrap it up. <laughs> all right all right so yes we're gonna listen to the dwarves and if you have funny stories about the dwarves or if you know black personally and want him to come on the show let him know <laughs> That'd yes be cool. this has been another successful episode so thanks for tuning in make sure you go to highendenimrecords.com buy some stuff or actually got lots of lots of cool conversations going on about some new uh some new wax from bands abroad bands in your neck of the woods so lots nice. of cool stuff happening so you know we're not we're not slowing down so podcast isn't slowing down the re- label's not slowing down bands aren't slowing down we're just we're a runaway train here so to quote the best band in Kamloops let's go Hong Kong. <laughs> all right so this has been Denim Radio this is Josh I'm Ty and we will catch you again next Friday bye-bye bye
I'm tired. 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 I'm tired.